going on everybody welcome back to the elemental evan show today i am joined with a very special guest today it is dr peter martoni or others might know him as dr Sleepright. he is a chiropractor he's been a chiropractor for over 23 years now uh he's now into the sleep field and he knows so much about posture and how it relates to our sleep uh so i'm really excited to get into this episode today welcome on to the show dr martoni or dr Sleepright. Yeah, well, that's uh, thank you, Evan. Thank you so much for having me. I uh, love people that are really trying to promote a a message to uh, this world because it's man, we need it more than ever. So I commend you for it. Thank you. No, and and also thank you for doing this incredible work. Uh, we already, I mean, you and I both know how important sleep is, but uh, it's really awesome to be able to share the importance of it in a in a platform like this. So thank you for coming on. You're welcome. Yeah. So uh, to just kind of help everyone get a better idea of who you are and where you're coming from. Uh, I like to do a couple quick rapid fire questions. So uh, first off, just where are you from? Yeah, so I am about 20 minutes north of Boston. So in uh, Massachusetts, up in New England. And I've uh, been there for uh, most of my life. Awesome. And is that where you're based out of right now? That's where I'm based out of right now. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Very cool. Is it kind of chilly out there right now? Yeah, there uh, little snowflakes uh, kind of dropped from the sky a little earlier today. So I guess you could say it's a, a little little chilly. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, good to get all the seasons, though. It's cool. We uh, yeah. sometimes lack that out here in, in California, but uh, still very cool. Um, what is uh, a favorite book of yours? Uh, favorite book is I really like the book Atlas Shrugged. And, mm. um, you know, it's I just really love the you know, and it's basically what's going on now in our culture where culture is kind of breaking down, a, you know, a little bit based on what's going on, you know, going into recession. And, and at the end, Atlas Shrugged, they, they took themselves out of the culture and immersed themselves into a new place called Atlantis. And Atlantis literally translated means island of Atlas. Atlas is the top bone in the human body that holds up, you know, your brain, which is your world. So I really just kind of resonated with all that in name one of my companies, Atlantis Chiropractic Wellness Centers. That's incredible. Honestly, I, I actually, I had no idea about that. You just made that so much deeper. That's awesome. Very cool. Uh, what's a favorite quote of yours? Uh, be the change you want to see in this world because nobody's going to change it for you. And, um, you know, it's really, you, you have to live, if there's something wrong in your life or there's something wrong around you, really, you're the only one that you have to blame. So, so you got to either change your perspective or start living the life that you want to portray and achieve in this world. So, like yeah, that. absolutely. I think action speaks so loud. And sometimes, you know, uh, I can give all the advice I possibly can to someone to help them improve their health or whatever it may be. But I found that literally just living what you're saying, you know, uh, is what speaks the loudest and people see that and it rubs off on them. So definitely agree with that. Yeah. But, uh, all right. Well, thank you for those quick rapid fire questions. Now let's go ahead and jump into, uh, sleep and, and everything based around sleep. So really what got you into the chiropractic field and then also kind of focusing on sleep and the importance of it? Yeah, that's a great question because, you know, chiropractic, I can't, you know, myself, I wasn't, my father wasn't a chiropractor. Um, I had gone to chiropractic, a chiropractor when I was younger after a car accident. I really didn't didn't like it so much. I just didn't like the, the cracking that that had been going on. But then, 
later on, I was, you know, deciding to go to medical school and, 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 you know, getting all my prerequisites done. And I had met a chiropractor and he's like, what are you thinking about doing? I'm like going to, I'm going to uh, medical school. He's like, you ever thought about chiropractic? And I'm like, well, yeah, no, I've already done it. I really didn't like it so much, but I had always had a stomach issue after my, my accident. And he, and he's like, well, you know, you should try chiropractic and uh, maybe it'd be able to help you. I'm like, no, I've done it. I've done it. He's like, well, and he said something that really made sense. He's like, well, if the, uh, what, if the nervous system controls everything in the human body, and then the, if the spine is out of alignment due to some injury or due to, you know, due to the spine being out of alignment, that can cause interference in the nerve that's going to your stomach. So you might not have a stomach issue. You might have a neurology issue because the spine is out of alignment. And that made sense to me, adjusted me. Stomach problem went away, never had to take any medication again for it. So I went to chiropractic school because I really liked the idea that, you know, chiropractic isn't for neck and back pain. That's not how the profession was started. It's to remove nerve pressure and allow the body to function more efficiently. And, uh, and that's really what got me into chiropractic. Um, what got me into sleep is zigzag, you know, quite a bit forward is even as a chiropractor, um, practicing at that point uh 15 years when i after when i kind of started thinking about uh, zigzagging in the sleep industry i had always had back pain and i was adjusting people adjusting people adjusting people and i i had still had back pain i had shoulder problems i had impingement syndrome in my shoulder and it wasn't until i herniated my disc and I was in the emergency room in the hospital, and I'm like, oh, man, how did it come to this? I'd been a chiropractor for 15 years. I, I had always had back pain, and now I'm sitting in the emergency room keeping people out of, and I have a herniated disc. I'm thinking I always have shoulder problems. What the heck is going on with me? So I reviewed, uh, I'd always take x-rays, but I reviewed 3,000 x-rays at that point, at that time, um, and it came up with a pattern. And that pattern is that due to my sleeping position and being hunched over people adjusting them all day, I didn't have a back problem. I had a neck issue because I was losing the curve in my neck. So what happens is my, and you'll see people when you, when they're walking around, they all walk around like this with this forward head posture. Right. And then reactive to that is you get a psoas major muscle spasm through the stomach that causes the, that causes that muscle to constrict and then puts pressure on a disc. And then that's why my disc herniated. So from that point on, I'm like, wow, could it really be a neck issue that I had the whole time and not uh, in a reactive lower back problem? So I started jamming towels up underneath my neck and, and try because in chiropractic, they make these devices where you use them 10 minutes a day. And it just didn't make sense to me because they hurt. And how many people are going to do that on a regular basis? So I started restructuring my spine where I know that you can spend eight hours a night uh, in the bed. So I, I started making specific things and then I developed a specific pillow to put underneath your neck to restore that curve. And now, you know, I'm in the sleep industry and it's been what a, what a, what a great industry and, and doors that have really embraced us based on uh, the message that we've come in with. Wow. That's an incredible story. Uh, I kind of feel like I have a lot of questions here. Um, so first off, we're, we're definitely going to dive more into the neck nest, which I, I want to hear more about. But um, I really love how you explained that, you know, something 
even though you're feeling pain lower in your body, you know, it originated from up in the, in the neck, you know, and it just goes to show the connection of the body and how everything is so intertwined. And it's just so wild to think like, you know, we're so always focused on where the point of pain is, which is obvious, but uh, it's really interesting to see that interconnectedness of the body and how, you know, adjusting here can really play a role everywhere else throughout the body. So that's, that's incredible. Um, also, as far as your um, explanation of, you know, what, a chiropractor does by releasing pain from those or, you know, pressure from those nerves. I've never thought of it like that. That is a really interesting way of, well, I mean, it's not even a way of thinking of it. It is what's happening. And that's really incredible. Um, cause yeah, I always, <laughs> I just think of it as like, you know, popping that area and relieving some pressure for the time being, but that's really incredible. What was the, uh, stomach issue? If you don't mind me asking that you were dealing with that, uh, was healed through that. So is overproduction of acid. So anytime you have an issue in an organ, let's say it's in the organ is controlled by what something that's called the autonomic nervous system, autonomic, meaning it's like on autopilot. And within the autonomic nervous system, you have two opposite nerves, you have the sympathetics, and the parasympathetics, they're, you know, complete opposite each other. So one turns an organ on, and then one shuts an organ off. So let's say you're going to run from a tiger you use your sympathetics to run from a tiger. So your sympathetic nervous system would shut down your digestive system, would shut down your reproductive system, would shut down your immune system, and it would turn on musculoskeletal, um, you know, blood going to the musculoskeletal system, respiratory system, cardiovascular system. So if you're going to survive, you need your sympathetic nervous system. If you're going to thrive, you need your parasympathetic nervous system. So these two nervous systems, one turns something on, one shirt such, you know, shuts something off. So they're always in balance. And when there's an interference in the signal of that nervous system, it throws that body into imbalance. So it throws it out of balance. So what happens is that the organ becomes dysfunctional. So when you start to get adjusted and you start to uh, remove that nerve pressure, things start to balance and then organs start to heal and maintain function. Yeah, it's incredible. I was just doing a bit of research on the vagus nerve and its connection to the parasympathetic nervous system and and just that kind of two-way communication between all the different organs in the brain. Is that it right there? Yes, the vagus nerve right there. Yep. That's incredible. Yeah. And so essentially it could be even that nerve that's being pinched somewhere. Yeah. And then just alleviating the pressure through, you know, chiropractic practice or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So so I, I like when there's the, the parasympathetic nervous system is 80% of the, the, the vagus nerve represents 80% of the entire parasympathetic nervous system. And the vagus nerve com comes right out from the atlas. So that's, so what happens is, is the vagus nerve controls reproduction, digestion, and immune system. So it's no coincidence that when somebody has a digestion issue, they also have an immune system issue. So for instance, I tell people never to take an antibiotic at, at, at all. I mean, I, I at, right around October, November, going into the wintertime in the Northern Hemisphere, because you will be sick for the entire winter. And when it, because wow. what ends up happening is when you take an antibiotic to, wipe, to, to address an infection, you wipe out the digestive tract flora, and then you suppress the immunity. So you can't affect one without affecting the other. So digestion, reproduction, and immune system. So what happens is, is when we live in this sympathetic world of this sympathetic dominant stress, because we're always in this fight or flight, 
that so what happened and you don't have a good uh, you don't have a, a well aligned atlas because of your poor sleeping position that interferes with the body's ability the vagus nerve so that interferes with the body's ability to improve digestion to turn on uh immune system and to balance the hormones so so due to misalignment you have parasympathetic nerve suppression which causes a digestion nerve issue and a digestive tract issue so that's why when i was getting getting adjusted it removed that pressure turned on the parasympathetic nervous system and the, then the stomach started to function uh, more efficiently that's incredible yeah um and that's definitely what i was looking at was the connection between the parasymp or the uh, vagus nerve and then the gut health right um and then also on top of that being that our immune system largely resides in uh, our, you know, in our gut, obviously it would make sense that the pair or that the vagal, the vagus nerve plays such a large role. That's incredible. And that that's, it just drapes the entire wow. digestive tract there. I mean, it's Holy just cow. such a beautiful, you know, a, a illustration of the complexity of the vagus nerve there. It's unbelievable. Yeah. No wonder they call it the wanderer nerve. Yeah. That's crazy. Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm, I'm super, I did not expect to hear more about the vagus nerve. I love that. Um, I was literally just doing some research on it. So that, that's awesome. Um, okay. Moving into the neck nest then. So the reason you designed that was because essentially we are taking the arch out of our neck and what you're doing is you're allowing us to, you know, essentially have eight hours of, you know, our 24 hour day to recorrect that, that arch kind of in our neck. Is that correct? exactly what happens we're reversing the damaging effect of the modern day lifestyle so there are three laws that are at play the first law is the writing reflex and the writing reflex states that your body position your body posture adjusts to head position so if you have forward head posture your body is going to respond by by twisting the hips so everybody thinks their hips are out of alignment because there's an issue with core strength or there's an issue with the core imbalance muscles are minions they're always being told what to do they're being told by the neurology you never have a typically a muscle imbalance or a muscle issue you normally have a a a balance awareness or what's called a proprioceptive issue and it's usually in the brain so the nervous system is controlling the muscle the muscle is misfiring not because there's a problem that needs strengthening it's because there's an issue in the brain so if we understand that through the writing reflex, then we apply the next two laws, Davis's law and Wolf's law. Davis's law, well, Wolf's law says if you don't use it, you lose it. Davis's law says that the stress uh, tissue will remold based on the stresses that it's put upon. So which means if I take a, 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 if I want my arm to bend, I take my arm, I hold it like this, and in a year, I will have a bent bone because the tissue will remold around that stress. So by using that as a as a um, as an understanding, you don't want to just support something because you're going to make something weaker. You, what you want to do is you want to stretch something over a period of time slowly, and you'll be able to remold the tissue. So that's what I take the opportunity at night in the bed to do. People toss and turn all night long because they're in the wrong, not the wrong position, they're in the wrong posture. And they're using the, these pillows that are just uh, support the head too much. And the support even makes the neck weaker while they're sleeping in, in poor positions where they're tucking their chin. 
So we developed the neck nest to be, you know, you're not going to just get a neck nest right off the bat and say, oh my God, it's the most comfortable pill in the whole wide world. This is great. Because that's not how our body works. We need to first establish the proper posture to set up in the middle of the night. And then the neck nest is designed to be able to help you maintain that posture as long as you can. I tell people to use a neck nest at the beginning, one to two hours a night, and it'll transform their entire night sleep over a period of time. That's super interesting. So if you're first trying out the neck nest pillow, it's actually not a great idea to go and use it the entire night. No. So what you can do, if you notice right here, there's like a sleep wedge. Um, I tell people either get a sleep wedge or um, let me see if I can move this back so you can see here. You know, you can get a sleep wedge because if you put it flat, sometimes there's a little, um, you know, your body, you know, your chest opens up a little bit. You, you, you're going to have some issues. And I actually, the neck nest that I had here in my podcast room, somebody came over and they took because I needed a pillow. So I actually have, um, I had to go upstairs and get a, get another one. It has my friend's logo on it. They, uh, they got a whole bunch for their company way back. And that's the only one I had left. They're too so, popular. <laughs> so what I'll do is I'll show you um, when you use a neck nest, you use a neck nest uh, at the beginning. Uh, the, well, at, the, at the beginning, you can use it flat, but when you really use it, the neck nest is designed to be angled and then put under your neck. Wow. So let me show you here. So you, you lie down here, you take a neck nest. Take it here, right? And then you angle it. Then you put it right under your neck. Interesting. And then what that's doing is that's taking the weight of my head's over the back of the neck nest. And it's like, it's like hugging. That's why I call it the nest. Nesting right around my neck. And put my neck into a position. And I'm looking up at the ceiling. Oh, what a comfortable position. <laughs> yeah. Once that... you get used to it. And then, you know, a lot of people say, well, what about, I can't sleep like that. I'll snore. Um, you know, it's not good to sleep on your back. And then all these objections immediately come up when we talk about sleeping on your back. And then we have this whole program that you alluded to. It's a, it's a sleep university. And we really teach people all how to handle the issues that come up when you're starting to sleep on your back. And like I tell people, one to two hours a night, you put your neck in one to two hours of traction a night and that really good, um, you know, distracted position and you will transform any injuries and problems that you have in your own spine. Wow. Okay. And so to that point, then laying on your back is the proper way to be sleeping at night. Laying on your back, but making sure that something is under your neck because you can cause just as much damage. If you sleep using a neck nest, let's say, and you and you just use it like this, see what mm, happens. Right. It's super important that your net your your angle of your chin is up like that. Gotcha. Okay. And not, and not down. So that makes a big difference. So it's not just sleep position that's important; it's the posture that you set yourself up in. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Um, yeah. So essentially the reason this is all happening too, uh, not just for you, because you were saying as a chiropractor, you were bent over, uh, very often, but also I th I'm thinking of people who are, you know, 
at their home office or whatever it may be and constantly hunching forward trying to you know look at their computer screen or on their mobile phone and that that is also leading to this you know imbalance in our spine is that correct you are absolutely correct gotcha and so what should the proper alignment of the spine i, I can see obviously the photo back there but what from you know starting from like the atlas what what should the curvature look like yeah so the curvature here should be what's called a kyphotic fur the curve um you know so the head would be forward forward here so the spine it has this s shape basically the, the spine would look like a spring you know mm. where the, the curves of the spine are the actual shock absorbers everybody thinks the discs is a shock absorbers they're not uh the discs help you maintain movement the, the curves of the spine should be the shock absorbers and when the, the the spine breaks down and you start to lose the structure of the curve you actually lose those curves they're gone they actually go the wrong way and that biomechanically causes so much dysfunction in people's spines and causes so many health related issues you can't get healthy if your spine is out of alignment it's just it's not possible because the nervous system which is the root controller of the entire thing is is out of alignment would that also be uh, a common cause for sciatica um sciatica is that the, the definition is pain in the sciatic nerve. So my question to that would be, well, what's causing the pressure on the nerve? So the pressure on the nerve could come from a nerve root, which comes out from the spine, could come from a disc herniation, could come from a uh, posterior facet joint, uh, hypertrophy or, or, or inflammation in the posterior facet, or it can come from um, a muscle in your butt called your psoas, the psoas can be in spasm, and it's the only muscle in the human body that goes directly through a muscle. Oh, the wow. nerve, sciatic nerve goes through the psoas. So when the psoas is tight, it constricts the sciatic nerve. So depending on, so the cause of pressure and the pain in the sciatic nerve have multiple causes, but more often than not, it's reactive to some sort of degenerative condition in the neck that causes the hips to react. And then over a period of time, you wear down the, uh, the, 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 the structure of the spine, which eventually will cause pain in the sciatic nerve. Oh, I, man. I, I know it's just so complicated, <laughs> like you know, and it's so hard to think like, I, I, I don't, I got ADD, so I don't think lineal. I think uh, on like in a broad scale, it's just the, that's not a simple question. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I mean, as with anything in the body, right, there is almost never really just a super straightforward answer. It is all interconnected. But um, I just know that uh, there's been a lot of people here recently, I feel that have been uh, telling me they have sciatic pain. And so uh, just one of the questions I wanted to throw out there, but um, I think now would be a good time to also move into just the importance of sleep and, and why, you know, we need, amp you know, proper amounts of it, um, what it's doing to the people who are not getting proper amounts of it. Um, and, and also if you have any tips that you would love to share about how to get better sleep, that would be, uh, very much appreciated, not only for myself, but also for all of the listeners for sure. I think one of, uh, one of the biggest things that, that happen to people that don't, you know, so here's the way that I explain it easy. When you have an iPhone and you have a lot of apps going on in the iPhone, the more performance you ask out of that iPhone, the more you wear the battery down. The quicker you wear the battery down, the more you need to plug it in to recharge it. 
normally with our phones, we recharge it, we plug in, and we recharge it 100%, and then you have, you know, the dependency of your battery the next day. Well, your body is the same way, but you recharge at night when you sleep. But the problem is, is picture having an iPhone and, and just plugging in, unplugging it, plugging it in, unplugging it, plugging in. It disrupts the, the charging of the battery. Maybe you're not charged when you wake up at 100%. Maybe you're functioning at 70% power, or maybe you're functioning at 60% power. Now, how do you feel that day versus a day that you're functioning at 100%? You just feel powerful. You feel like you just have more energy. And, and that's what sleep does. Every, I don't care what disease it is, there's, there, anything can be helped with sleep because better sleep, better recharging, better regeneration. And, and there's not one study or one expert out there that will not tell you that sleep is super important. So now, what are some tips to be able to get a great night's sleep, which is what I've spent, you know, the last... Uh, geez, now eight years of my my existence research and, and and diving into, and I'm like the practical sleep guy. You, you know, there are there are people that maybe dive into the brain neurology a little bit more than I will, but I will tell you how to get a good night's sleep because I love sleep and I'm a practical sleeper, and I've helped thousands and thousands of people across the globe sleep, and and really one of my best well the the number one best tip is consistency. That's why, like I said, right after a time change, everybody gets sick because it throws off their circadian rhythm. And because we're not plugging in at 100%, our body's immune system is already depleted. And then during the wintertime, um, we just get thrown out of balance and everybody's going to be sick around this time, not because some virus made a comeback. And now the, the second thing is, is you cannot think yourself to sleep effectively. So you have to remember yourself to sleep. So what that means is if you're thinking about something that happens, going to happen tomorrow, you're, you're thinking about rationalizing your blood in the front part of your brain and you're never going to be able to fall asleep. But because we're all control freaks, we want to kind of keep things going. Well, it's the same thing. In your, so you can focus on either thinking or you can focus on remembering and, and your body doesn't care which one, but it wants to focus on something. So if you focus on a good memory in the past, the further back, the better. Let's say it happened a week ago, a year ago, two years ago when you were a child and it's a good memory and you put yourself asleep on that memory and you remember yourself to sleep, you'll be able to get to sleep and stay asleep much more effectively. Wow. That's super interesting. I never thought of that. Yeah. Jeez. Okay. Uh, yeah, those are definitely some great tips. I know um, definitely I do a few practices such as trying to just as I have a morning ritual, I try to create like an uh, evening ritual as as well, something to wind the body down. And so usually that involves some kind of a nighttime tea. Uh, I'll usually take a magnesium supplement in the evening as well. Try to dim all of the lights, uh, if not uh, even turn them off. Try to also give myself at least an hour before bedtime without any screens. And I do feel that those have helped drastically, but I've never thought about uh, trying to think of another memory because the nights when I do have a hard time sleeping because you're thinking constantly. Uh, yeah, it's because you're like, oh, why can't I just stop thinking? But uh, moving that back to memory, that is really interesting. I'm I'm curious as to why that even does does that. But um, what do you think of those slip, uh, sleep practices as well? Do you agree with all of those? What's your take on kind of like a magnesium supplement as well? Yeah, no, I, I like magnesium. Uh, we created a, 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 a supplement called Deep Sleep. It has magnesium in it. 
magnesium I like over like a melatonin because magnesium will like it will settle the brain down, kind of relax the body. You want to put yourself into a relaxed, calm state. And then you can couple that with remembering. And the reason, the, 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 reason, uh, the, the science behind remembering and, and thinking, I kind of, and researching it and coming up with it, when you think, the blood's in the front part of your brain. When you remember, the blood's in the back part of your brain. Your sleep centers are in the back part of your brain. So you mm -hmm. need the blood to go from the front part of your brain to the back part of your brain. The most effective way to do that is to remember. So that, so what you're doing is you're basically shutting the blood down from the front part and bringing the blood to the, uh, to the back part of the brain. Mm -hmm. And when you do that, you're, you're, you're tapping into a, a, a space of, of, of calmness and, and, and anything that you can take supplement wise that like a GABA or, or magnesium and, and, you know, some people use CBD without THC and, and, you know, you can use all of these, these things, warm temp, you know, uh, like, like a warm shower or, or, or meditation or use some aromatherapy, things like that. Anything that kind of calms your system down and allows you to be able to do that is good. Cause one of the ways to get into a good sleep is your heart rate needs, excuse me, your heart rate needs to drop. And if you are stimulated, your heart rate won't be able to drop. So. Yeah, absolutely. So once again, like stimulating, stimulating that parasympathetic nervous system, right to help get into that state. Okay. And then you, you mentioned melatonin, which I'm glad you did, because I know there's a lot of people who are taking melatonin. And I've also had a lot of people tell me that they took melatonin, and it was effective at first, but then over time, lost its efficacy. Um, would you mind explaining why you would prefer like a magnesium supplement or something like GABA over uh, the melatonin? Uh, yeah, the melatonin? Well, one of the things with sleep is sleep needs to be natural. Sleep needs to, and, and, and if you can tie into the circadian rhythm, which means, you know, when the sun goes down and the earth, go, you know, and, and the sun comes up and the moon comes up at dark and night, our bodies are really cyclical like that. Our te body temperature elevates and rises, um, you know, based on that circadian rhythm. And, and, and we get into deep sleep when our body cools. So it's very, very important not to just knock you out just to get sleep because that, you know, not all sleep is created equal. So you want to be able to go to sleep at, on a schedule. And the, and so I like products that don't, that, that are not like hormonal nature where you take it and it knocks you out. I like products that, that, that especially with my clients is I'm like, listen, this is the time we need to set up. Let's come up with things and, and figure out what your problems are first and, 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 you know, get the lights shut off earlier on use candlelight, decrease blue lights, decrease EMFs in your house. I mean, there's there's a lot of different things that you can do. And when you start to establish healthier patterns versus taking medication to just, you know, drop you into a comatose sleep, you you, you know, you're really setting yourself up to win. Yeah, yeah, absolutely agree. I think, uh, you know, almost in a way getting back to, uh, you know, a little bit pre all the technology, you know, trying to just get more into the natural uh, rhythms and cycles is huge. And then uh, in terms of the mattress that you're sleeping on, is it better to have a harder or a softer type mattress? Well, as long I, I don't like too hot of a mattress, um, but as long as you're sleeping on your back, get some, get some sort of pillow, uh, a neck nest underneath your neck with that neck arch back. And at the beginning, there's going to be a little transition time for your spine to get used to it. 
but you want, you know, a plush mattress that your body can actually fall into a little bit more efficiently. And, um, and, and so that, so the, the position first off that, that 70% of the population is sleeping in is the wrong position. So before you change a mattress, start to try to sleep differently. And then, 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 um, once you, once your body gets used to that, then you can use pillow toppers and do different things like that. Okay. So definitely like no side sleeping. Um, what about sleeping on your stomach? Uh, are, are those all pretty much bad? Yeah, those are all bad positions. Gotcha. Okay. Um, okay. And then I have one last question that I'm really curious to hear about is, uh, what are these sleep summits that you, uh, put on? Yeah. So, well, what we're doing now, right now they're virtual. We're going to be doing our, uh, first sleep summit, which is going to be at the end of two thousand, uh, in the middle of 2023. Okay. So what I wanted to do is I wanted, so we do these things online, which, which you can, um, you come in, you can go to, um, you know, drsleepright.com. We have, well, now over thousands and thousands of people taking uh, our sleep quiz. And then that sleep quiz changes. And based on the top three problems of that, that month, I do a, a webinar virtually. And it's just been such so successful that people have been asking me to do a sleep summit where we bring people, you know, almost like a sleep retreat, where yeah. we, we're going to bring people uh into this this really thought out conscious environment and which is centers around helping people improve sleep so when somebody comes into the sleep environment it's going to be a low light situation we're going to teach them how the positioning of the bed how to sleep in how to use covers so it's going to be raised basically like a sleep university and they're going to be that we're going to have uh yoga instructors there to teach people how to meditate we're going to uh, uh, be um, using specific scents and linking the meditation to the scent. So when they go home, they'll be able to go home with tools to be able to help them to um, basically learn how to sleep again. So one of my goals is master the art of sleeping. Sleeping is an art. It needs to be learned. And nobody's taught anybody truly how to sleep. So that's what we're going to be the first ones doing. That's incredible. Yeah, no, I I love that. You actually made me think of um back when I was in college, I I heard that your olfactory nerves and and sense is so powerful that if you study with a certain scent on, then you go and take that test, you can actually wear that scent and it'll help to bring back those specific uh, memories, right? And and what you were learning. So uh, that association with the scent and sleep. Uh, yeah, that's an awesome combination there. Yeah. Right. But all right, well, honestly, that is pretty much all of the questions I had for you. I'm, I I learned a lot on this. I'm I'm going to go back and listen to this for myself, but um let's go ahead and let everyone know how they can uh, reach out to you, get in touch with you if they want to take this uh the sleep quiz and uh yeah, just what would be the the best ways and obviously uh where to find the neck nest. Yeah, they can so we we we're um we're, we have two brands now. Um we just created uh, a, a separate brand which is called Dr. Sleep Right. D-R-S-L-E-E-P-R-I-G-H-T. So, so that is where the, the test lies. And you'll be finding out more information about the Sleep Summit and, and, and our retreat uh, there. And you can find Dr. Sleepright on Instagram and, and, and Facebook. And then the Neck Nest is more of a product page, right? It gives you more education and, 
and, and, and how to, um, you know, there are videos there on how to use a neck nest, what the neck nest is, is the next nest right for you? And then also, which will be, um, and then also neck nest can be found on Instagram and, and Facebook. So you have Dr. Sleep Right and neck nest. And those are really, and then just behind the scenes, just get, you know, get linked into our, uh, you know, our socials and, and, and hear more about sleep. And, and uh, we'll be doing a, a podcast also called Sleep Tight with Dr. Sleep Right. And uh, we'll be breaking it down. That's why I commend you on doing this because I know how much, how much dedication and, and and focus and commitment it takes. And and you know and you know to be to be frank with anybody, everybody is I I kind of you know this was rescheduled for Tuesday. I mean this was scheduled from Tuesday to today, or it's, it's just a different day. And I, I I I was like it wasn't on my calendar, and I forgot. And then when I saw your text, I'm like, listen, I know the effort you put in to make this happen. And uh, that's why I kind of ran down here and, uh, and, and, and jumped on. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate that. Honestly, it's, uh, it, it's more work than I thought it was going to be. It's a labor of love. I, I truly enjoy this, but I really do appreciate, uh, yeah, you making that extra effort because there's definitely been many guests who, uh, who, you know, it's, it's, you get a hold of them and then all of a sudden they're gone, you know? So I really do appreciate it. And also I'm just happy to have you on the show because this information that you're providing is incredible. And, uh, to be able to just be literally the conduit that shares it, I'm, I'm so happy. And if you have any questions with podcasting, you have any issues, like reach out to me anytime. I'm happy to give any of my, of my failure experience and, uh, yeah, definitely, uh, reach out and we'll, we'll get in touch on that. All right. Thanks a lot. I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much, Dr. Sleepright. I will go ahead and have all of those links posted in the show notes. Um, everybody go ahead and follow this guy. He has just incredible information and uh, so blessed and happy to uh, have had you on the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank so you. Much. Everybody, you know the motto of the show. It's do everything with good intentions and connect to your elements. Peace. Hey, everyone. I hope you all enjoyed this episode with Dr. Martoni or Dr. Sleepright. I personally loved speaking with him and learning more about the link between our posture, sleep, and digestion. So as you just heard in this podcast episode, Dr. Martoni has developed a pillow that's designed to improve your posture while you're sleeping by molding your neck to its natural curve that most of us seem to be losing due to being on our phones and constantly hunched over a computer at work or at home. Dr. Martoni's pillow, also known as the neck nest, can help reset your posture, which can have a ripple effect all throughout your body. And just for being a listener to this show, Dr. Sleepright has been kind enough to provide a 20% off discount code for the neck nest bundle, which includes the neck nest pillow, a cover for the pillow, and Dr. Martoni's sleep quest. So to receive this offer, just click the link in the show notes, which will be able to redirect you to the neck nest pillow website and go ahead and select the neck nest bundle using code neck nest Evan that's N E C K N E S T E V A N at checkout that's all caps and you will receive this 20% discount just for being a listener so get on your way to better posture better digestion and better sleep with the neck nest pillow bundle do everything with good intentions and connect to your elements. Peace, y'all. This podcast is for educational purposes only. 
It is not a substitute for professional care by a doctor or other qualified medical professional. Evan Roberts is not a medical professional, and this podcast is provided on the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. Statements and views expressed on this show are not medical advice. This podcast, including Evan Roberts and any guests on the show, disclaims responsibility for any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained in this episode. If you think you have a medical problem, please consult a medical professional. Thank you.